Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Attention, terrorists. Hold on. Here's Terra's Daily Rant. In America, Lee, if you say what I'm about to tell you, the American Medical Association will sick the FBI uh, and the Department of Justice on you. Okay. Okay, so this is going to be highly controversial. It's what happened um, to some folks on Twitter who merely cre- you know, committed the horrific transgression of doing journalism, mm-hmm. finding clips of doctors including at the Boston Clinic, uh, the gender change clinic there for children, Mm. not adults, children. And catching them on film saying things like, yeah, well, you know, this potentially could, um, you know, affect their reproductive ability, i.e. they won't have any. Right. Can cause osteoporosis by the time you're 20. Things they admit but don't care. They go right on prescribing the drugs, chopping off the boobs, doing things like that. And for the crime of taking that video and playing it accurately, those doctors, in their own words, the American Medical Association of this country wrote a letter to the Department of Injustice uh, asking for persecution, prosecution, and cancellation um, of these YouTube, you, you know, YouTubers. Um, fortunately, Elon Musk owns YouTube now, so you still actually get to play doctors in their own words instead of being forced to help Um, The media cover up what they say. But if you were allowed to have an actual debate, what would it sound like in this country? Well, the chief psychiatrist at Tempir University, Finland's largest pediatric gender clinic. Okay, so this is a doctor, medical doctor, who runs the largest gender clinic for transgender children in Finland. So this is what this woman does all day long. She treats transgender children. Very sympathetic to their plight. She set up all kinds of support groups uh, for them, counseling for them. So this is not an anti-trans person, okay? This is a a medical doctor in Finland. What did she just say? Now, you would not be allowed to know this if you went on Facebook or Google or anywhere like that. She said after treating... Thousands of children that she has found that four out of five children will grow out of gender confusion. Wow. And she says that is why she does not recommend surgical and chemical sex change services for minors who identify as transgender. Oddly enough, the very same thing that uh, American conservative legislators are trying to get across in the states. Oh, you mean the pigots? Well, that's what they say. Right. Again, 
um, this is a doctor who believes um, in gender-affirming psychological analysis. So if you come to her, she's not going to tell you you're crazy, you're not trans, deny what you feel, none of that. What she's saying is we need to let them age out of this because in my experience, four out of five of them will discover they're not actually gender-confused at all. They want to be the gender that they were born as. Again, she is the Finland's leading expert on pediatric gender dysphoria. And we need this is to, what she does for a living and has for over a decade. And you have to point out and remind folks once again that these gender-affirming medical procedures are life-altering and irreversible. Mm-hmm. Irreversible. They're permanent. And, you know, we've played um, the, you know, the audio from the, the poor girl, Chloe, who testified before the legislature in California. She'd had her breast removed at 13. She does not yet know if she'll ever be able to have a children, be, children because of the effects of the hormones on her ovaries. Um, and she's 17 now, so she's not even a legal adult yet. She's been through all of this. When she realized she's one of the four out of five, hey, you know what? I actually don't mind being a woman. I, I like being a woman. You know, when I see her, and I, I remember that phase. Nobody is going to look good or right. All right, there's a, there's a couple of girls in your school, or guys, if you're a guy, who just, man, they breeze through puberty looking great the whole way. They got this thing handled. I never understood those people. I had a big awkward phase. Um, I did, and it's it's miserable. And you just, you feel wrong in your body. You do. And there's nobody there telling me, hey, maybe you're not a girl. It's just you're a teenager. You got acne. No, nothing fits together right. You feel ugly no matter what you do, and you still, Lee, haven't... I mean, it takes a good a good teenage decade to get your own sense of style. Learn to, like, to learn to style your hair in a way that fits your face, looks good for you, you're good at it. Those are skills to learn to, you know, to do clothes and all of that. Um, it, it's, it's hugely disruptive to your life. It's so hard. I remember going through it, and I remember just the self-doubt that I had. And these kids are getting preyed on by the left. They are. So she's saying what she's saying is just just let them become adults and four out of five of them will just move on with their current gender. No problems. But if the you know, the other 20 percent who actually do have gender dysphoria that she treats, um, she says she refers them to the adult clinics and some of them go on to have sex changes. You want to look, I think that. Doesn't make any sense to me, but if it makes sense to you, you know, hey. And as an adult, you well, get to make that decision. You you do. You know what? And if you're 18, God bless you. You go do what you want. I'm not going to stand in your way. Nobody should. Um, but, I mean, th- here's the thing. This person would be censored on 14 of our 15 platforms in this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And God knows... After the call by the American Medical Association for the FBI to crack down on people simply replaying the audio, the video of these doctors, God knows what they're going through right now. Well, this effort is going worldwide. You, you, I guess you are yeah. aware that the U.N. Secretary General is calling for um, governments around the world to crack down on hate speech. Uh, and, of course, hate speech is anything that the left disagrees with. Um, and, and so the U.N. Secretary General is urging countries around the world to enact this type of censorship on social media platforms and, and, you know, Internet services. 
Oh, yeah. No, it's worse than that. The U.N. just called for criminalizing yeah, exactly. hate right. speech. Mm-hmm. And even worse than that, what we have going on with the EU right now, and I don't think Americans understand, you're going to see the censorship get absolutely Stalinist in the coming months. You're going to wonder why. Like, why? What the, you know, I, I had people this morning um, who were uh, messaging me saying that, like, you know, I, I, I've been laughing at the balloon. I've been posting balloon memes. And I got put in Facebook jail. You do not mock dear leader. You do not. You do not make fun of his Chinese balloon. You do not t- speak of Hunter. There's a meme. Uh, one person put up the meme of like the balloons are going through and it's got that picture of Hunter Biden at the bottom of it. Like he's riding the balloon. Yeah, yeah. yeah she got a she, she got a uh, Facebook jail sentence for that. You, you do not put that up. You do not. And people are going to notice a Stalinist level of this because the EU's censorship rules went into effect. And what they're demanding is that everyone anywhere in the world must let the EU censor what their people are saying, even if, say, it's Americans or Japanese or whoever, um, because either that or Europeans will get cut off from your social media platform and you'll only have an American audience. Or you let us come in and censor everybody. This is Vera Johnson. Um, and she's a, she is the EU commissioner over this. And she has, she threatened about a week ago, Elon Musk, look, you better let our censorship teams into Twitter or we are going to cut you off. The rules in the EU are, um, they fine you a couple percentage points of your international revenues, not profit revenues. And then eventually if it goes beyond that, they put up an iron curtain. So European, um, social media users cannot see the users and posters in your country. And I'm telling you, Lee, 14 out of 15 of these platforms, with the exception of Twitter, are going to do this if they're not doing it already. And I think that's why you're seeing this, again, Stalinist level of crackdown. And it's going to get much, much worse, and it's going to go fast. Here's Vera Jernova. I think that uh, the confidence has been weakened. And I, I had quite high level of confidence when it comes to Twitter. I have to say that we worked with knowledgeable people, with the lawyers, with the sociologists who understood that they have to behave in some decent way, not to cause really big harm to the society. I always felt that this this notion of responsibility was there. So this is what I don't feel from uh, Elon Musk personally, but but we will see. He was invited to the European Parliament. I'm, I'm, I wonder whether it... Terrorists want it. Hear the Terror Show weekday mornings on 1063 WORD and the Odyssey app.